We're not talking long tonight. These hour conversations, um, I love them, but we're so sleepy. We gotta try not to talk an hour. Well, do you want to not talk tonight? <laughs> no, I'm not talking to you tonight. Well, I mean, do you want to not do this tonight? No, let's do it. Because I'm really tired, too. I could take the digital recorder and do pillow talk. <laughs> the only pillow talking you do is... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this is our podcast for the love of us. I'm Ronnie. And I'm Carrie. And we're here this week uh, just giving you a little bit of insight into our life, a little slice of of uh, what it's like in the Brown household. And we've had a we've had a lot going on. This 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 episode has a lot of mileage on it. <laughs> <laughs> we drove about seven hours on Wednesday night after the Wednesday night worship service, drove seven hours down to uh, Jacksonville, Florida, and had a little weekend together. Now, the planning of this started when, Carrie? When was the first mention? It wasn't three weeks ago. It wasn't even Monday. It was Monday. I think so. Monday. Yeah. Let's go to Florida. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I have a niece that was beckoning me. She's homesick. She needed somebody to come see her. Yeah. No, I did. I mean, I, I did help. I mean, it really it did help motivate me. Yeah. To you know, Brittany's pleading for us to come down there to see her. I know. And it was almost like if I didn't, I would feel horribly guilty for possible. You know, just like for not, not running to I'm the just, aid of your. I'm just kidding. Of no. your niece. Anyway, but anyway, she booked the room and all that and for us and. It was a nice little place. Yeah. This, for me, initially, I was like, you mean we're going out of town on Easter week? The biggest <laughs> weekend. Or here's what, here's what was said. You mean you want to go out of town on on the most important Sunday of the year? And you were like, well, they're all important. Well, I know that, but I'm saying. <laughs> This is the the year, you know, the the Sunday in which we do put a lot of emphasis in it. And there's a lot of people that come to church on Easter that may not go the rest of the entire exactly. year. Exactly. But I needed some rest, so um I needed a break from the you know, the scenery and But stuff, I did enjoy so. it. I did enjoy it. But uh we took off after the hardest part was the drive down after church. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was on. Yeah. After that long winded preacher Wednesday night, no we didn't joke. get out of there till what? We were planning, I was hoping to leave about 8, 8.15. Yeah. It was 9 30 before we got out of here. It was 9 before we got out of here. Yeah. It was horrible. We got down there at 4 30 and we were so, so sleepy. Kaylin was wide open because she had slept most of the way and 
She was ready to play. I'm like, no. Oh, yeah. By the time no. we got there, she was ready to it's, wake we're up. We're not going to the beach right now. No. It's, we, it's she the had sun. Beach it's on still the brain. not up. You know, this, it's still dark outside. It's still time to sleep. When we pulled so we the, got a nap. What was that? Three or four hour nap? Three, four hours. When we pulled in the parking lot of the hotel, she started crying because there wasn't a beach there. Right. And she'd seen from Dora that beaches have sand and they have seashells. Click, 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 click. <laughs> Crabs. <laughs> Crabs. They click, click, click with her, with her little... Uh, uh, Pinchers? Pinchers, yeah. I don't know what they're called. And so um, we had to try to console her that we were not going to the beach immediately, but eventually right. we're going to the beach. But... Uh, I went to the switch subjects go because we're like we didn't touch on Monday or I mean we didn't touch on Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday. No, we didn't give the big news about Wednesday because Wednesday you you got some news from the oncologist, right? Yeah. Well, Tuesday I went to the plastic surgeon and he was going to do my injections, which is a hundred cc's. Each side, and it's it makes everything really, really tight and sore and uncomfortable. And yeah, and you've been uh, hurt. I really from that didn't want to do that. You talked and about so it. I talked to the nurse about it. She's like, "If you're still uncomfortable, just tell him because you know he don't want to make you even more uncomfortable, especially if you're going to be going out of town." She said, but uh, you better be ready to hear it. And I'm like, what? Is it? Is he like jealous because I'm going to the beach or something? He's like, no. Just You just can't dare get in the water. Yeah. And you didn't know that was kind of, you didn't know that would be a problem, did you? Yeah, kind of. I mean, I wasn't planning on getting in the ocean water anyway, yeah. but uh, I was going to ask if I could get in the pool because, mm-hmm. you know, but. But no, they, no. She said, "Sit in the shade and uh, take it easy." So, anyway, so I didn't have to. Which you didn't get my do. Injections. Which you didn't do Thursday. You didn't right. sit in the shade it Thursday. Was okay, we weren't out very long, but um. So anyway, I didn't have to get the injections Tuesday. So I've been two weeks without injections and. I was hoping it would feel more normal than this, but it doesn't. It's not feeling normal. Well, I don't know what normal will feel like now, but there will be a anyway, new normal. A new normal. A new normal. Yeah, a new normal. But um, and then I went Wednesday. Um, that was to the oncologist. That was to the oncologist to get the news, which you know everybody knows it now, but um. Sorry, I'm sleepy. Yaw- gaping yawn button I don't have so to block. I'm sleepy. I turned my face away from the mic. I'm sleepy. Anyway. But, um, you know, I had been wrestling with whether or not I had wanted, not necessarily wanted chemo, but, you know, I just needed a piece in my heart about which, which way it was going to go. Mm-hmm. And so the week leading up to finding out, it was just a different, 
you know, several events that took place that um, made me really pray against it and um, pray that you wouldn't have to have. Yeah, chemo. pray that I wouldn't have to have chemo and and. I, just, I mean, I, nobody I prays a, to have chemo, well, no, but, but, but you pray, oh, Lord, let the chemo be effective and, and God, you know, let it kill the cancer. And right. But getting up closer to the test, you, you kind of halfway anticipated that there's a possibility you might not have to have chemo. Right. Yeah. And, but a lot of times, you know, after you're diagnosed with cancer, every time you have a a toenail throb or something it's just like oh is it down there yeah and so and and um she was dr daniel was you know even aware of that as we were talking and she about the anxiety of yeah yeah because not having cancer i mean not having chemo when you know you've had cancer there's this mind game that you could you know this crazy thing in your head that Mm -hmm. could happen and and I know I'm prone to that anyway. Yeah, and self-diagnosis so, and okay, don't go there. <laughs> well. Anyway, I said I'm prone, and so we'll stop it there. Yeah. But, <laughs> but um, anyway, so I just needed, I I needed a, I needed peace about not being able, you know, not not being, not having to have chemo. I just needed that. To get that in my head. And so there was a week where my stomach just completely decided to lock down. Like it, it just wasn't my whole di- digestive tract just stopped working. It and that's just, like, just, that's anxiety. That That's all that is. And that's what is a side effect of chemo also. Oh, it really? shuts down everything. And so as I'm going through all this, I can remember my mom saying as soon as she started chemo, it was everything just shuts Stop. down yeah. you know and so i'm thinking oh my if i'm already shutting down now what will can imagine what it's like when you know i get the chemo on top of it and i was like okay lord i don't want to do this and then what it what was it two weeks ago when i had mm-hmm. that stomach virus mm-hmm. and i was throwing up and i'm like oh man oh lord i don't want to throw up. you know and so he's just letting me go through these things saying Okay, this is what you get to avoid if you don't have chemo. Right. And then there was a thing, you know, I don't typically watch television, but on Xfinity, whenever Kaylin's show goes off, then whatever's playing in the background on the TV, the yeah, regular just, TV, just picks up. you know, will play through or whatever. And so I heard, um, I just so happened to hear about this lady giving testimonial about chemo brain and how she can't remember her where her keys are and she can't remember her shopping list and i'm like oh my word that's me on a regular basis (laughs) and i'm like if i have to have chemo i'm gonna be like an invalid with alzheimer's i mean i'm serious it was it would be bad because i'm horribly forgetful as it is and can't think straight half the time. And so anyway, he was just, you know, just giving me some. A little bit here and a little, little bit, bit there. Here, a little bit there. Just, you know, and and like, yeah, you're right, Lord. I just, if 
I know you can give me the peace I need if I don't have to have it. And and he was basically just like, you know, I just felt like he was just yeah. allowing this stuff to happen. Just to say, no, that's not. And the doctor, the doctor comes in and says, basically for the test, you scored a what? A 13. Great number. Yes. Awesome. Wonderful number. Awesome number. Yeah. And the 13 indicates that uh, on a, I guess it's a scale from zero to 100. It is. It's on the very, very extreme low end, Mm -hmm. which if you were to take chemo, it would be more apt to give you cancer than take away cancer. Right. And so uh, Dr. Daniels basically said, when you have these anxious moments and anxiety about whether you should take it or not, she'll be there for you and see you through it, I guess is what Right, yeah, that's what she's saying. Um, she's switching my antidepressant, um, which don't let me forget. I got to take those medications tonight. But, um, anyway, she's switching my medication from, um, Wellbutrin to Effexor and then I'll be on Tamoxifen for 10 years. And that's, what's Tamoxifen? Tamoxifen is just, it's, it's. I mean, people call, I think people sometimes refer to it as a chemo pill. It's not really a chemo pill. It's just, it's basically a hormone inhibitor. It keeps, there's these little receptors that are tied to tumors mm-hmm. or bad cells. Mm-hmm. Just imagine it looking like a little alligator with its mouth open. Mm-hmm. And so there's the receptor. Well, what tamoxifen does is basically take and covers the alligator's mouth where it can't receive those mm-hmm. hormones that can't receive the estrogen. So it chokes the life out of a, a potential tumor? It just, it just doesn't feed it. Oh, okay. You know, like my my tumor was hormonal fed, so all the receptors was, you know, with, with the hormones, it was the receptors were grabbing onto those hormones, and mm-hmm. that was what was feeding my tumor and making it larger. Mm-hmm. And so when you block those receptors then it you know the tumor doesn't you know don't grow Mm. so but so i mean i'll have side effects from it you know just like any hormonal sick or yeah like like a little bit of morning sickness you know when the hormones change when you're pregnant first pregnant and stuff or when you first take birth control pill or whatever then yeah yeah, hormonal changes do make you nauseated. It won't be like menopause though, or anything like that. Um, no, I have not. I heard that mis- mentioned or something. In maybe you were talking to your mom on the phone or something. But, yeah, or somebody about it'll be. Menopause. I'll have some. I'll have some menopausal symptoms, but I already do. Right. Because I'm, more, you know, so. But we'll deal with that. You know, we'll just we'll deal with it. I already have night sweats. Yeah. She said, I may have hot flashes during the day or whatever, but hey. So, um, so basically, no chemo, you're done. Reconstruction is just around the corner, I guess. I guess the end of April. I have no idea. I guess I'll find out tomorrow. Because that was, that was going to happen after so. the end of chemo. And so, if you're going to start chemo at the end of April, then if. If you were were going to start it into April, then well, it's not that. Um, it's not. I mean, I've I've I'm in 
construction as we speak. Right. It just as far as I'm the talking about a surgery, the, the, surgery. the final surgery, yes, the permanent. Yeah. Yeah. That may be as early as May. Yeah. And then we will know. put this whole whole thing behind us. I was telling somebody at work today. I'm not know, gonna, like, I don't want it to ever be behind me. Well, I mean, I'm I'm thankful that God has been amazingly favorable and you know just um not, i don't even know a favor is that a word it's a good one though <laughs> i'll use it in outline now because you use it so favorable not, fr- not flavorful but favorable <laughs> i don't even know that's a word but anyway it's shown so much favor and grace through this that you know, it, it really, you know, talking to some friends about it, it really brings tears to my eyes to to think that. And I know, I, and there's this little song that somebody had us listen to, you know, Kevin had us listen to, us that let God be God on the little days. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have to wait till we go through cancer to allow God to, to bring us out of our depression or or to hear his voice yeah. he's he's there he's ever present right and so it's me that you know it circumstances changes me and and a lot of times in you know in health and in being okay financially and everything's okay with the kids or what i mean you know, put it on cruise control. And yeah, spiritually. It's, yeah, spiritually. And and it's like, it's not that I don't pray or that I don't read the word. or. Yeah, but there's no desperation for God to move and desperate. God, right. I need you right, now. Right, You know, we're there, all prone yeah. to that kind of apathy. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that's where I'm, I'm, I know, I know how I am. And I know how easy it is for me to get in a rut. Yeah. Because uh, I've lived there for so long. And I found myself, here we go. I mean, here we go. It's happening already. And Grayson was wanting to go somewhere. I didn't, you know, I was just doing that. I don't want to get ready. I don't want to go anywhere. I just want to. And I'm. I'm the Holy Spirit come and he's just like, um, have you not learned anything? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I felt. That's what I felt him saying. Have I not taught you anything? Yeah. Have you not learned anything? Really? You're going, you're going to not take him to look at chickens. Why? I mean, and I was like, okay, okay, I'll get up. Do it. I'll do it. Do it. We're just going to do it. Do it. I can do it. I'm so tired of living in this oppressive state because, I mean, when I'm around people, I'm good. I'm fine. You know, if I have people around. It's just getting from point A to point B. It's good. Like, if I had to be at work, I would not, you know, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't live in that rut. It's just, I, and and not that Kaylin's not a little, not a person. It's just that I just don't do well with reality on my own, like left alone. I just don't, and I, I don't, and 
God's got to change that. God's got to change that. Yeah. I cannot go back living into that, in that, where I was. After what we've experienced I in can't. the past few months, I know what I said about putting it behind us. <laughs> you know, it's just like, for me, you know, for me and for, for what I see for our family, we have climbed that mountain. Yeah. You know, we have faced that obstacle. We are, but yeah. it doesn't say that it doesn't change us on the other side of that mountain. Right. And, uh, you know, for us to have, you know, I've seen once again, the hand of God do only what he can do as part of the legacy of our family and what we've experienced in the 17 years that we've been married, that we've seen God time and time again. Here is another testimony of God's greatness and goodness and how wonderful he is. And, and, and we, we can't forget it. We can't let go of it just as much as he has in the past and and years ago, I'll never forget, right. we went down to Victor Baptist Church. I was invited to go to the Garden City Rescue Mission by Travis Sharp, and he invited me to come down and, and preach. And we didn't have the, we didn't have no money to go down there. We had no business going down there. We had no money. And and Travis, you know, they weren't. I mean, he just invited me to come preach. You know, not 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 love offering either. It's a homeless shelter, okay. And uh, we went on faith. We went to Victor Baptist Church the next morning. Uh, Dr. Brown let me pray over the offering, which was just a thrill. And somebody after church came up and gave us a love offering that saw us all the way, financially all the way down there and all the way back. And it's just another one of those testimonies that God meets. And when we are obedient, God meets needs. And he's done that with this in the past. It's just another moment in which he's done that. And we can't let it, we we. We can go past it, but we can't go past it unchanged. Mm-hmm. And that's, I guess that's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Is that, yes, we have climbed this mountain. I told somebody at work today, we have climbed that mountain. We can put it behind us now. But it doesn't mean we're not different. Yeah. It doesn't mean that it hasn't impacted us. And that yeah. that impact has to reverberate into the future, into the fiber of our fabric of faith for this family. Yeah. I hope Evan and I hope Grayson and Allison and, and well, Kaylin won't remember it, but I hope these people around our family that are part of our family see what God has done and yeah. let it be part of that fabric of faith that, that we are a people that believe God. Right. And we, we see, we've seen God work. Yeah. We've seen him do what only he can do. And I know that. And there's so, there's so many times I get it wrong more than I get it right. You know, yeah. as far as spiritually or whatever, but you know, I could. He, I was when the Lord and I were talking earlier. He was, you know, those that honor me, them will I honor. Yeah, and as it is so true. Yeah, I've never, I've never met anybody that fell in love with Jesus, sold out to Jesus, and. And kept him forefront. Ever regret it? I've never, yeah. I've never seen a dying saint of God say, "I regret every day that I ever gave to Jesus." Yeah, you know, yeah. It, when you honor him, he honors you, and and it's amazing that through sickness, he can he can. He can still get the honor, yeah, and give honor. We can still honor him f- 
through what to the outward world would seem like a betrayal. Mm-hmm. But for us on the inside, he turns it to a blessing. Mm-hmm. The world would say, the world would say, the, the Lord has left you. If you, if you got a prosperity gospel oh, and yeah. you get cancer, the Lord has left you. You you've have done sinned, something you've wrong. Done something wrong. And, and granted, you know, there may be some sin involved in this. I, well, you know, I know there is. But at the same time, there, 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 there's the thing. This is something that God is using to punish you when in reality it has become a, it's the strangest thing. It gets back to what happened in January and all the, how in the world can God use this to make revival in my wife's heart when it should be something that right. makes her crumble in the floor? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, again, he shows that he can take what seems to the world a betrayal. God has stabbed you in the back. You've been faithful to him all these years, and now he's given you cancer. But in through that cancer, he's made himself real. He's made himself known. He has spoken. Mm-hmm. He has His voice has been heard, and it has been such a brush mm-hmm. with the divine in the middle of our middle of our days, middle of our lives. And um, I I can't let that not... I cannot leave that without it affecting me forever mm-hmm. and, and and instilling a permanent mark right. in our in our lives. But um, you can see my fear where it's where it's like Oh, here I am. I'm slipping and I'm forgetting. And, yeah. I'm like the children of Israel who had forgotten the Lord. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> I fuss at them and I grab when I read yeah, about so them. And do that to here's somebody preach. Y'all are just so stupid. Really? Are you serious? You went to Baal again? And here I am. Here I am again. I've got well, some. You're not gone yet. I mean, you know what I'm saying. I know, but seriously, that. That stupid phone. I wish I would have never gotten a smartphone or a computer. But before that, I did watch TV a whole lot. Yeah. I guess we place we have a tendency to replace one idol with another, I guess. Yeah. It's like a shell green. Yeah. Can't stand it. And it's something so innocent, really. But anything that competes with God and our desire for him is an idol. Yeah. Call it call it as it is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And anything that competes with our affection for him. Yeah. So anyway. Well we went uh so the trip to Florida was basically a celebration. Yeah, we'll say that. We'll say it's a celebration. And but so it was down very there, inexpensive it trip. Didn't, it didn't cost know? that much. Uh, we got a, a corporate rate from from Brittany at the hotel, and it was nowhere near what it had been without it. Uh-huh. Um, we got to uh, see the beach and go out to eat. You know, that's what we did while we was down there. Had a great time, yeah. and uh, we uh, took the kids to the beach. And the first day, I think we were so delirious that we just went to the beach for two and a half hours with no sunscreen. And so, <laughs> Just go into the beach, just run onto the shore and frolic in the water and give no thought to the sun above us, which is cooking us. It's so, Florida so, sun. It does. It's, you know, so, it shows no mercy. Um, we were a little toasty the next day, but it wasn't I that bad. I hear a guest coming in. Do we have a guest? Come on in. 
Yeah, buddy. Are you not feeling well? There's that. Um, did you do the generic? Um, it's the generic Zyrtec with the allergy. Uh huh. You haven't done that. Would you like to come talk on the podcast and tell them a little bit of uh, your opinion of our trip we just took? You want to talk about our trip we just took? What your favorite part was? The meal. The food. Meal. Leave it to a growing teenage boy. The last meal. The last supper. That was his favorite. Yeah. And his and his little t shirt he got. Salt life t shirt. He's shy. He don't like talking in front of people. Yeah. All right, sweetheart, you sleep good. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Yeah, we came home and everything's in full bloom up here and we've been down there by the ocean and I guess we're not allergic to pom-pom trees. <laughs> oh, Grayson. <laughs> so Grayson took his phone and not his charger, so his phone's been off the whole time. So he's telling Carrie, he's like, Mom, please take a picture of those pom-pom trees so I can see if it's a Bryson. <laughs> Pom pom trees. And I said, "Those what? Those what?" He said, the "Pom pom trees." Pom pom palm trees. <laughs> and I said, "Rah rah tree." <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like I'm shaking my pom pom. Mm -hmm. oh, I would have made a horrible cheerleader. Yeah, that was that was pretty funny. And so, uh, yeah, but that's uh, hilarious. So the whole tree up were they pom -pom were pom pom trees, and mm -hmm. I guess they'll never ever be anything, but. Pom pom trees. Yeah. yeah so. And so we went to the beach a couple of days. Was it twice? We went to the beach twice for several hours each time. Played in the ocean. And Kaylin got to play on the beach. Got some good pictures um, of her on the beach playing. I'm glad that you finally got out there with the boys for a little bit. Yeah. And it was getting close to time for us to go and all that. Yeah, I had to draw a line and say, you've got to watch Kaylin because I've got to go out there and yeah. do something with them. And it wouldn't be so bad if I could have got in the water. Got in the water, but right. she did really well. Yeah, she was just running back and forth, knee, you know, knee ankle deep in the water. Yeah. You know, and uh, she was she was great. Playing with other strangers that just come up, you know, like their best friends, and and uh, she did uh, she did wonderful. Yeah. And of course, her big thing now on uh, what was it on Paw Patrol and on Dora is mermaids. They've had a couple episodes about mermaids, and so we went down there. We went into a gift shop, and they had stuffed mermaids, and she. Oh, well, what was funny was we were up on that fishing pier and she was looking off into the Oh, looking ocean for mermaids. That's right. Some mermaid. Mermaid. Oh, mermaid. She was, yeah, she was wanting to see a mermaid. Yeah. and She's crying. We don't want to see a mermaid. Don't want to see a mermaid. <laughs> oh, something spiritual that the Lord taught impressed upon me. I say when I say the Lord said... It's hard, you know what I'm saying. It's not thus saith the Lord, but He does speak into our lives truth. Yeah. But He said, She has watched that Paw Patrol and Dora 
And now she believes in mermaids. Is she watching your life? And because she's watching your life, will she believe in Jesus? Yeah. Yeah. I would hope so. I mean, I would too. Um, I would too. But what I'm saying is, they're so impressionable at this age. You know, she talks more about mermaids than she does the things of the Lord right now. It's obvious that she watches too much television and I don't read her enough Bible stories. Yeah. I mean, it's obvious. Well, but you're not going to get the quality the quality of animation in storytelling of Jesus in his life that you're going to get in readily available as you do with, you know, other kind of things. I but mean, I to be to honest look, with you, I do. I've we didn't need to look, look for, for that. Stuff. Look I really for that do. Kind of um, yesterday, she was actually paying attention to um, Veggie Tales. Like, she's never been interested in it before. Oh, really? Uh huh. And so, yeah. yesterday. That would be great. Yeah. So, I'm going to do that. And I just got to start being a better mom. I just have to. I got to be a better dad. I know that. Tour chart's going okay, I guess. Well, it, I mean, they did pretty good even the two days before we left. They were trying. Well, it's it's so. doomsday come next Monday. We're going to have a meeting. Today's to, not. Today is the first day yeah. of the new chore, the official chore chart week. And so. Nobody uh, did anything. I didn't do mine either. <laughs> well, they have. Five day they have seven days to do five days of work. Uh-huh. Okay, so okay, they didn't get their rooms clean. That's the only one that's every single day. Uh-huh. All right. So they have two days that can waver wiggle. Uh-huh. wiggle but beyond that it's gotta be done. Uh, right. And so but while we were down there in Florida, we're Stream of consciousness conversation here. Yeah. While we were down there at, at Florida, we um, ate at some fish camps, which was really neat. I'm not a big seafood guy, but it was really good. And we went to one place where Grayson had, he ordered a kangaroo steak. steak. Yeah. He ate kangaroo. Mm-hmm. He was all about that kangaroo. Yeah. And we had frog legs for appetizers. <laughs> All it was was their, I mean, they were still connected together. Like yeah, it was just cut by the, back the in. pelvic bone. Yeah, and so it just it just four to, pair for a, No, there uh, was only two pair. Two so two pair four yeah, legs. Four legs. So each so of us only pair. got one. Well, I didn't even get a whole one. Yeah, Kaylin got, Kaylin got yours. <laughs> she was like, "Mmm, chicken, chicken." You told her to Kaylin, that's frogs, and she's like, "Huh." I wish y'all could see her face when I looked when she looked at me. I said, "You know what you just ate? You ate a frog," and she almost had this sympathetic look on her face, like, "I did what?" And then she's like, "Want some more? Want some more? <laughs> Let's order some more." <laughs> and then she was over there chewing on that bone joint, she you know, did. trying to get all she the meat off. She loved it. She was getting every little bit off of it. It was hilarious. Yeah. And uh, we went to that one. I can't ever say it. The Aub- 
Arbor, Arborarium. Arborarium. I cannot say that, that was word. beautiful. Went walking with with uh, Brittany and the kids at the Arborarium there somewhere around Jacksonville. And it was beautiful. It was a great walk, a big lily pond where we saw some, we saw all kinds of wildlife. We saw big old bass, big old bass uh, in the water, like right along the edge and a tortoise on the log and a uh, big old lizard. And we saw a snake and we saw. Pretty sure it was a water moccasin. Yeah, it was pretty neat. It was so funny. So we're sitting there and we're looking at that snake and I'm getting a picture of it because I'm like, oh, cool, a snake. And I got a good picture of it, actually. Yeah. yeah. And um, but then I walked on down a little ways and there was this this root um, of a tree that had been uprooted for a long time. And so it made this really pretty because it had eroded, so it was really mm-hmm. smooth. Mm-hmm. And so I was, <laughs> I was leaning over to get a good picture of that that root system of that tree. And then all of a sudden, this lizard started running towards my feet. <laughs> and we had just taken a picture of that snake. And so I'm over there doing this little dance. <laughs> I'm all, I'm all right about a snake if I can see it. I mean, if I can see it and walk. You know, slowly too. I will pick it up, but if it's running at me and I don't know what's coming, it'll send me screaming. Brittany had a problem with that snake, boys. It was, she was really uneasy with that. It was she funny. Did. She got <laughs> all nervy after that. Yeah, I was looking for spiders personally, yeah. just making yeah. sure I wasn't getting in a spider. <laughs> Yeah, but we had a great we had a great walk. It was beautiful, mm-hmm. and spent some time together. And Kaylin, giving her a little bit more freedom, just to kind of run mm-hmm. and walk and mm-hmm. and stuff. And so, of course, Grayson's wanting to. This is what kills me. He's wanting to break a branch off of a tree in an arborarium and picks one. And he's breaking it. He's like, Dad, come over here and help me break this limb off this tree. <laughs> and it's got a sign on it. It's like. Trius Maximus or something, you know, of North America. Yeah, it's got some, and it's like got a sign on. I was like, son, that's an exhibit. It's like going to a museum painting and writing your name on it or something. It's like, get out of here. Let's go. Get away. And it's got this broken limb. It's all gimp now. You know, who did that? Who would tear up a tree at an arborarium? You know. And I was like, can't you see that's a sign on that? Like, hey, stop and look at this beautiful specimen of a tree, except for the, you know, the, the tweener that come over here and broke the limb off of it. Well, then Evan was um, up the way a little bit, and he was by the creek that that we had just seen a snake in. Mm-hmm. And he's literally fixing to slip into the creek. Oh, he did. He did before we got there. He'd been waiting in it. I know he'd been waiting in it before we got there. Anyway, I'm not going to talk about that. And it was like black water. I mean, it was was black, creepy creepy water. Yeah, it was creepy water. Swampy, kind of. Yeah. And he's over there. (laughs) And so I'm, I'm like, and when I am aggravated, I'll grip my teeth and I'll. I mean, you get out of that water right now. Do not go down in that water. 
And you tell him what Brittany said. That was Brittany, the funniest thing. Brittany said, oh, my word, you sound just like my mother. My mother always did that to me. <laughs> and the more she sounded like a French horn, the more in trouble you were. <laughs> Where you sound like a French horn, and 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 Grayson was like, "What does that mean?" I'm like, "You uncultured swine, a French horn." Oh no, what does that mean? Like? So I'm laying in bed that night and trying to go to sleep, and all of a sudden I can hear her going, "The more you sound like a French horn, the more in trouble you are." And I started giggling, giggling, and laughing out loud. I think you were already asleep. Yeah, but. that was funny. <laughs> Sorry, but anyway, so that was a great, great. Memory. And we met up with some friends, some of your friends, or yes. some of our friends. Mm-hmm. Um, several, I guess it's been about two years ago. We were invited, or we we booked a free week at Windshape, which is funded by Chick Fil A. And the folk, the kind folks at Chip Fil A. It's a marriage retreat. It's it's a marriage retreat, and they open it up once uh, or several weeks out of the year for pastors to come and have an all expense paid getaway. Rest and relaxation. Just rest. Pastors R and R. Yeah. Pastors R and R. All the food is provided. There is Lodge no is cost. Provided. Lodging, beautiful yeah. lodging, and so we went about two years ago, and we met. Um, we met the the Powers. It is Patty and Steve Powers, and they're from Florida. They pa- he pastors a church down in Florida, and uh, got to know them a little bit. And she was going through, or she would just come out of a bout with cancer, right? And uh, so you've catching t- kept in touch a little bit here and there through the years. Well, since you were diagnosed, you know you've really gone to her and and y'all's relationship, especially that that. Remember the trip down to Macon that we took? Yeah. I talked to her for an hour, yes, I guess, on the way there. down yeah. there just yeah. because it was just... So much. She gave you so much insight into what what lie ahead right. and, and everything. But it was so good to see them. And I just enjoyed talking with Steve. And uh, he was talking about... Uh, there's been something on my mind lately. I was talking with Terry about church culture and changing the church culture. And, and it's really been on my mind about how to change a church's culture. And, and, uh, and I started talking with him about it and, and he completely immediately identified with what I was talking about. Yeah. And he was actually writing his doctoral thesis on changing the culture in your church. And, uh, it's just it was really great conversation and I'm I'm hoping I can get a hold of that doctoral thesis so I can read it because I would really like to read it. So you plan on sending it to you? I don't know. I'm, a, I'm a, I need to hook up with him. I need to call him and get in touch, get his email and communicate back and forth because I would really love to read that. And of course, oftentimes that that thesis is published, and so he'll probably publish that oh, book. Okay. Um, but I good. would like to have that. I'd like to read it. But it was great talk about ministry and it everything. Was. And I feel bad. I went to the wrong restaurant. Well, that kind of thing happens. I mean, she even told me the address of it, and I didn't put it in the address. I just put it in the name of the restaurant. It, like ha- it happens more to us than others, but it does happen. <laughs> so, it just thank happens. you, honey. There you go. Um, but I did. But they I met up with bad. us, but and they, we still they ended up driving like an hour. Oh gosh, I didn't know that. 
they were so gracious, so kind, and uh, we'll we'll be seeing them again. Yeah, she, they invited us to uh, be guests at their home the next time we go down. So yeah. we always have to have cheap vacation. We can't <laughs> yeah. we can't do anything uh, at full price. That's right. Deeply discounted. Um, so we met with them. Um, we got Grayson a shark tooth, ne- shark tooth necklace that he wanted. And then Evan was, uh, Evan couldn't find the coral necklace that he wanted. He wanted something with white coral. Couldn't find it at the little gift shop where we found the mermaids for Kaylin. And then later on, Kaylin was, saw Grayson's necklace and said, I want a mermaid necklace. I want a mermaid necklace. And we were like, well, I don't know if they make that kind of thing. You know, um, maybe maybe a seashell necklace. And they just, I want a seashell necklace. I want a seashell necklace. So on our way out of town, you know, we we were there at the fish camp until midnight, man. It was late. It was a long it was wait to get like in there. So it was nearly, Yeah, it was nearly 1130 by the time we got out of there, midnight by the time we got home. And we were going to leave the next day. Mm-hmm. And so we slept in and was trying to get ready. So we're looking for some place to go get um, some kind of novelty shop or gift shop to where we can. It's not a very big tourist attraction. Yeah, it's not. it's not like it's Panama not like City Panama City where there every, every other store. Yeah, and so we looked on the up on Google a gift shop or whatever and found one on the bay in like a ritzy, um, old part of Jacksonville. And mm. so we drive out to eat twenty minutes, and. Go into this little shop, and initially you said, "Ah, oh, they just don't have what we're looking for," you know. And then all of a sudden, you seen it. Tell them what you saw. There it was in the little girl's jewelry section. A mermaid necklace with with seashells. Yeah. So, little princess got what she wanted. Yeah, a little cute plastic necklace. And I'm sitting there looking at the. The bracelets, and I was like, "Oh, that'd be oh, that'd be good to have a little uh, pearl bracelet to go with her dress on Sunday." And so I was looking through the bracelets, and all of a sudden, I saw it. Bam! A matching bracelet. A matching mermaid bracelet to go with her necklace. I almost did the little girly squeal and the little <laughs> tiptoe dance thing. Yeah, almost did it. So he found that, and then the lady at the desk said, "Well, if you want to get him a coral necklace, maybe you can go down to." This little other place. So we went down to the other place, and we couldn't find anything. We went into an antique shop and looked at the old antique jewelry. And what do we find? White coral necklace with a cross on it. That's right. And so that was what he was looking for, kind yeah. of pretty much what he was looking for. So he, we got that, and we headed out of Dodge, headed yeah. back. We got we left there later. What was it? Probably one thirty by the time we started heading towards home. We got home at. Eight thirty and nine o'clock. Yep. And it so, was eight thirty seven because well eight thirty six. Anyway. I, I mean, I'll GPS. be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. By the time I got home I was freaking I was kinda of freaking out because it was much later than I'd yeah, anticipated. I, I thought I was gonna be there at six. Now it turns out that you're a little eight. bit behind on your on your preparation for your yeah. Usually I turn you typically in, are yeah. Usually, so. well, as I'm driving down the road, I'm thinking, man, I've got to get something ready for tomorrow. And I knew where I was going to be at the reservation. Of course, you know, preacher, 
preach on the resurrection on Easter. You know, just do that. So um, I'm getting it together and I start thinking about, you know, it's a day of revelation. I've already segmented it out. It's a day of revelation. Jesus reveals himself. And as I'm driving down the road, I'm like, hey, that works. That works. That works. And I'm a slave to alliteration. I'm sorry. I hate it. I wish I could get away with that. We should stop doing it. I've tried once or twice, and I can't. But as I'm driving down the road, I have you write down an outline, which I really didn't need because once you wrote it down, I kind of had it in my head then. I come in. Well, you never know. There's been sometimes. Oh, like, there's been sometimes where I've lost it before. I, I wish I wrote it down. down. So I come in, and I sit down at the desk. And I write out those four points, and I'm just going to do those four points, no subpoints, no anything like that, just the four points, because it's got to be brief. It can't be my normal 50-minute exposition. This has got to be direct, to the point, and it'll only be 45 minutes. <laughs> and so so that five minutes makes all the difference in the world on Easter Sunday. So I write those four points down on a piece of paper. I am so tired. I just I'm going to go to bed. And so I went to bed, got up at 4.30, Got ready, 5 o'clock, started into it, and just like normal, you know, the ink is drying as I'm walking into the 11 o'clock service. And That can't be healthy. It, I don't know. I don't know if it is or not. But everything fell into place. We had a phenomenal day yeah. Sunday. And I think we've had a bigger, I think we've had a bigger uh, Easter, Easter Sunday's Sunday. crowd, mm-hmm. especially when I was at Solzer, or especially when I was at a company that shall remain without name, um, I had a, a several people come from there on one or two Easter's that really were bigger, maybe been about 110, 115. But this year, without a doubt, there was a better sense of a potential, a better sense of outreach, a better sense of togetherness mm-hmm. of what God is doing, and that it was a wonderful day. The Durham sang great. We had a great time. Plenty of food. All of the people in the church prepared so much, and uh, it was a wonderful day. Just phenomenal. I, was, I could not be more pleased. I could not yes. be more happy. And so we've more than doubled our, more than doubled our average attendance, which is. I kept the nursery. And you had the nursery. It was we had the two first little Sunday. guests in there. Did you? So we did. So Good. It was nice to have two little new little faces in yeah. with us. Yeah. Were they with the Durhams? Or? No. No. The, their kids didn't come in. Oh, okay. So if they would have came in, we'd have had. Yeah, yeah quite a few in more. There. Did. I can't. I don't even know who all that came with them this year. It was, I was. My head was spinning Sunday. Yeah, it was so much. Of course, my, we was all still pretty tired. From yeah, but the trip. I, I made the mistake of going back to sleep on. On Sunday, because I read that my ham was already cooked, and all I had to do was warm it up. So that shouldldn't have ever told me that. Oh yeah. And so I laid down for a second. That turned into. When I'm studying, I'm oblivious. You could be asleep. And and every now and then I'll turn around and I'll like, hey, you getting up? Do you got something you got to do? You you sure you can sleep in? And you got up. And uh, 
come to find out somewhere along the line we've thrown away Kaylin's shoes somehow. And her hair bow. And her hair bow. That I found tonight. You didn't I found find her the hair shoes. bow tonight, yeah. but I did not find the shoes. Yeah, so. that was It was in the bag that Evan's Easter outfit was in. That's where, where was her it shoes small are. enough? They didn't have a box. Oh. That I know of. And it would have been light enough to where he'd think it was empty and throw it away. Yeah. Mm. Well, anyway, I still hope I can dig through some stuff. We haven't carried anything down there, have we? I don't know. Anyway, so our shoes are missing. So it was just one of those mornings that I, I don't, I don't like those kind of mornings because, but it's my own fault. Yeah, the chaotic. Got to get ready for church. But if it wouldn't have been and cooking and the process, I don't yeah, know, there's just, a lot going on really for Easter Sunday some, morning. Some way to remedy that. Mm-hmm. But. So it was a good Sunday, and then today it was back to work, which, oh gosh. I I had guests from my family that don't typically come. Oh, yeah. My brother and his wife. That's right. And three girls. That was awesome. My tears welled up in my eyes. I've been wanting them to come to church forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't harp on people. I mean, I just don't. No, I just don't. We've always Could invited them. Hey, why don't you, know, you come, come on, on? See us sometime. You know, you know where we are. Yeah. See us or whatever. But I don't. Finally came. But I don't. Anyway, they know where we stand. We've told them the gospel, and mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Anyway, I'm glad they came. But they did. They came. They stayed and, in eight too. I think. Yeah. No. No, they didn't. No. They left. One of them had JC to go to work. Had to go to work, to work, and yeah. she. Uh, she had to be at work, so they just went ahead and all took off. But I was ecstatic. I was in the middle of talking to some some other guests, and I glanced over, and he caught my eye. I literally jetted, like <laughs> left the conversation, left the entire conversation. I don't even know what I yeah. had said. Yeah. And I just basically threw myself on him, just squeezed the fire out of him, you know. Yeah. Tears welled up my eyes. I'm like, oh, my word, you're going to make me cry. He said, no, not right now anyway. It's not time for that yet. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. It was good to have him. We had a lot of guests, had a lot of new faces come in. And uh, just a day full of potential and a lot of hard work went into it. Teens did their drama and they did really well. And oh, I and love Durham's, that. Durham's saying a big Easter egg hunt. I think we're going to choke back on the number of uh, eggs that come next year. That um, uh, that song and then them that just that gives gets my Baptocostalness stirred up. I just ooh, behold the lamb. That just yeah, that's man, good mm. that's good. Oh, yeah. It was a really good, really good Sunday. My ninth one. Do you know that's my ninth I Easter? I know. We were talking about that. That is insane. My ninth Easter. Man. Because I did the first. We're growing up. We're getting big. I know it. I know it. Believe it or not, I might get mature one of these days. I was thinking, I'm still such a little girl, though. <laughs> I was thinking that earlier today. Oh, yeah. There's still stuff about me that is just so, I don't know. 
just so childish. But I don't want to ever grow up all the way to where I footy did. Oh, that's me. I'm Mr. Boring. Footy dud. I am a footy dud. <laughs> I'm boring. <laughs> but anyway. I enjoy being around you. Thank you. I was I was I was thinking about that today. How the more I'm the more I'm with you, like some people say absence makes the heart grow fonder, but the more I'm with you, the more I mean, I fall in love with you all over again. You know, yeah, it's just yeah. getting to spend a weekend like that where we spend a lot of time together just doesn't make me want to go back to work. It makes me want to stay there with you, you know? Right. Yeah. And, uh, and that's, yeah, that, that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Reality stinks. Kind of, kind of have to. Yeah. Gonna have to work. Somebody's job. gotta work since you won't Somebody's let me. Gotta work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now, if I had the degree, I'd be working. You'd It'd be, be different. It'd be you'd different. Be home. It'd be different. Yeah. You do well at home, though. I do well at home. I, I do mean, well you alone. do. You function fine. You don't just. I mean, you do your fair share of watching TV, but as far as, I don't know. I think you just, I don't know. Uh, anyway, I need you to stay at home and be my boss. I'm not good at bossing. <laughs> oh, I I'm am. I'm good at bossing. I'm good at bossing other people. I'm just not good at <laughs> <laughs> bossing myself. <laughs> Honey. I'm sleepy, and I think we're just kind of rambling, so. Are we? It's getting late. Yeah. All right. This has been a wonderful week, and uh, next week's going to be another adventure. It's yeah, an adventure buddy. with God. It is. And uh, I love my family, love my home, and I have a lot to be thankful for. Yes, I do. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for another opportunity to just sit and talk with my wife and to review the life that you've given us and to step back and say thank you for it. Thank you for saving me. I thank you for changing my heart and my life forever. I thank you for your favor. How that you have blessed us so much through conflicts and through a lot of painful scenes in our life and a lot of unexpected tragedies. Father, you have always shown yourself faithful, good, and true. Thank you for the power of Jesus' resurrection that lives in not only my heart, but in my, my, my marriage, my home, my family. Thank you for the living Christ that consumes our life. Father, I pray more and more we be taken with you, taken for you, I pray you'd continue to bless our church and our family. God, we have loved ones and family members that are far from you now. God, we pray that you'd touch their hearts. We pray that you would give them the gift of repentance and they'd make things right with you. Father, we we love them so much, and I pray that you'd protect them, you'd draw them to yourself. Father, bless our bless this podcast. Use it 
And uh, God, I know you used it in our lives, in our hearts. We enjoy this every week, and I pray you'd use it in the lives of others. I pray that you'd be glorified by it, not us, but you and who you are and what you've done for us and how you manifest yourself and reveal yourself to us. God, I pray you'd do that to other folks. Father, thank you for your goodness and mercy. I pray this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Well, I want to invite everybody to come out and to uh, make sure you visit the website for theloveofus.com. Make sure you get on the mailing list. Uh, We were talking about doing a contest, and so we may just well do it, uh, designing a T-shirt for the For the Love of Us, and we're hoping by maybe next week being able to offer that to anyone that will put a review on the podcast. So if you'll go to iTunes or Stitcher and you'll leave a review, um, we may be giving out T-shirts as of next week. That's what I'm hoping. So I'm going to try. I'm going to research it and see if we can get it together, get it going, because uh, we want other people to hear about the Lord Jesus. We want to hear other people hear about these life experiences and what we go through. And a lot of times that's the only way people can find it is if is, is if people can place reviews, because the reviews drive uh, the search engine, they drive what people find. And so if you could uh, stop in at iTunes or Stitcher, leave a review, make sure you get by our website, uh, leave a comment, let us know you're out there, join the email list, and we'll uh, notify you every week when a new episode comes out. And uh, Carrie and I are going to try to start writing more comment and putting it on the blog as well instead of just podcast. So uh, make sure you just check the website out often, all right? Well, My name is Ronnie. And I'm Carrie. And this is the For the Love of Us podcast, and we'll see you next time.